Prepare yourself for the most mediocre half hour of your life. Two guys who procreated twice. This is Datitude with Adam. Oh, come on! So, bullshit! And Josh. He was there talking to me about beer, and he didn't have a towel on. He was just like naked, and I could not make that conversation end. A podcast about two sorry excuses for men and their crap lives as they cling on to the idea that any of us give a flying f. Bad Datitude starts now. We're gonna say stuff that pisses you off. I want to say uh, I want to say hi to to uh, Santiago, by the way. Who? Oh yeah, I talked to you a lot this week. He gave me some criticism, and I like it because it was all good criticism. He said, "Hey, you want to reposition the camera because it was hard to see you last week was like rush job." And I still thought, minus your Williams Tower story, it was it was a good episode. Those are those are really good story that was unappreciated. Oh, you didn't set it up right. Oh God, it's terrible. I'm just saying, if you would have said we're gonna set this up and and I'm gonna lead you in and we get the right segue for it, yeah. it was a really good story. The problem was that you just read it off the paper right. that I had the Williams Tower story, and it kind of fell flat. But it falling flat was probably one of the funniest things. And it got cut out. Here's what we're doing. Uh, this is the Bad Datitude Podcast. Uh, that's Josh. I'm Adam. And we do it every week. New website. It's a place where you can go to find everything you need to know. Uh, the podcast, episode one that we did last week, is available on iTunes and Google uh, Play Music and SoundCloud. YouTube channel is up. Make sure you subscribe to that. And uh, we'll be uh, uh, having video, posting video from the show. What about if you have questions? Uh, the Ask a Dad segment of the website, it's really cool, so you can uh, go and click on that and ask a question, or just hit us up on Facebook. I do have some great stories from our Facebook thread that I put up because of something that happened to me that had to do with my six-year-old and having to explain something to him that I wasn't really quite ready to because he had heard it from from a friend and... The phrase was teabagging, okay? I'm not even going to tell you what he was doing while chanting teabag, teabag. The fact that he knew what a teabag was, that's solid parenting right there. But I don't. he didn't even know what a teabag was. I, th- I don't think he really knew. Are you sure about that? I'm, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um, anyway, so uh, we'll get into that. And I ask you guys uh, some things that you weren't ready to explain, because everyone has, has at least one uh, or two or a dozen. So we'll get to that coming up. Let me ask you this. Uh, did you post all the photos of my son taking a shit? Yes. Yes. There's a, a great gallery on the, if you go under galleries on the website, like I'm, I'm there right now, you can uh, click on it. Uh, I have a really funny gallery of, and you guys can send us pictures too. If you're not comfortable sending pictures of your kid on the toilet, I get it. Okay? Yeah. Look, we don't want to get weird about this. It's not like a pedo function. Well, I guarantee you, we will have at least... One person that says, I, that's sick, I can't believe you're posting pictures of your kid like that, but... We cropped it. The deal is, yeah, one, it's cropped, so Josh, as Josh said, we cropped out the legs to make it... Pedo-friendly. Pedo-friendly. Yeah. And it's just a thing that we have, like, our sons, Jacques and, and mine, Cooper, they're both the same age... For whatever reason, whenever we get out in public, boom, he's got to go number two. Mm-hmm. And so they're not young enough really to leave them by themselves because God knows what they're going to get into at six and seven years old. With my son, he talks to everybody. So everybody that goes in the bathroom, conversation. Yeah. He's best friends with whoever is on the dumper right next to him. So Josh and I got into this habit of like we would be out and we text each other, text, text each other and we would, we would say, oh God, here we go again. 
and we would text and we would send the pictures. So yeah. we just made a gallery out of it. And did you see this one from the gallery, Kids Falling Asleep? I had this, kids can fall asleep in like the most effed up positions. They yeah. can sleep anywhere. I got one to send you. So I actually had a double. I combined both galleries and there is actually a picture of Cooper sleeping on the toilet, <laughs> taking a number two. <laughs> Swear. Uh... That kid... Is going to uh, he's gonna he's gonna have back issues for sure. Oh yeah, look at that. I yeah. know bad posture. Those are up on the website, and you can submit your pictures in, and we'll put them up. I want to start off with uh, the list of things that we have to kind of let you know on the homepage here at uh, twobaddads.com. There is a list of things we have bad attitudes about. Mm-hmm. Now, a bad attitude, I kind of defined it as. Uh, Pissed off or annoyed about something that is like directly involved with you being a parent or a father. And the example I gave, John's bad attitude is due to his wife's insistence on wearing matching clothes for the Christmas picture. Ugh. It's the worst. I hate that. And what about the people who do Easter pictures? No, I like the 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 people that have. Uh, okay, so there's there's somebody in our school that they, he likes to dress up. The Ecst- dad likes Ecstasy? to dress up. <laughs> <laughs> the dad likes to dress up, and so they do Star Wars pictures. Anytime a movie comes out that he likes, yeah. always getting yeah. like new pictures of the family, and. You do one or two of those, it's kind of funny. You do one every month, it's a little creepy, especially because the dad, he really is into dressing up in drag. Oh. He did it because we had this uh, this big auction at uh, at the school that my kids go to, and he dressed up in drag for all the other parents to see and, and hang out. I mean, it's cool if you like that. He's, he's clearly got issues. But his need to be the center of attention kind of takes over. When I edit this, by the way, uh, when I go back and edit the video, I'm going to overlay the picture of me in drag uh, for the charity back when uh, I was working on the radio here at uh, at Mix 96.5. We had a, a charity. You were in drag? Yeah, that our friend Lauren was doing, and, and they dressed me up in drag. I am the most hideous looking woman. I'm the hideous, most hideous looking man. That's true. Absolutely uh, disturbing. So. I just wonder why someone... <laughs> Why a, a, a dad needs to feel? Why you have to be the center of attention all the time? Do you feel like we do that in radio? That that we have to be the center of attention all the time? Oh yeah. That that they feel like they're more important than other people. How many times have you heard someone say, "Do you know who I am?" In radio, radio is full of people with low self esteem and issues, inflated egos, uh, and inflated egos. It's ridiculous. Fuck you, radio people. <laughs> all right, so. Things we have a bad attitude about. We got it off track. Okay. okay. Number one, I have listed our kids having to poop everywhere. Okay. When it's especially when it's time to leave. Uh, the Bachelor. After I left, after we were done at KRBE, and never watched that thing again. Oh Jesus! Uh, when our wives refer to us as their third child. Oh. Seriously. Yeah, that's adorable. In my wife's defense, I don't know if yours does, but she doesn't do that very often because I'm pretty. I'm a pretty hands-on dad, although you still like you think like farting in front of people is funny and stuff. Kids sports uh, sports activities in general. After this, I have to go all the way back up north, haul my ass to Umble for flag football practice. We have basketball today. Um, we have basketball, and then this weekend, soc- uh, baseball tryouts at 9 o'clock in the morning, followed by a basketball game, followed by a basketball game. Hey, I've got a great activity you guys can do on the weekends. Go play with your damn friends. How about that? Leave Daddy alone so he can drink. When people ask us how we feel about vaccinations, giving in and getting a pet for the kids only to have to take care of it ourselves. 
bearded dragon over here. That's my hell. Being criticized for not loading the dishwasher in the correct way. My wife is notorious for this. She'll say, well, no one can, like, like she'll rearrange after I put them in there. No one can pack it in like I do. Again, like it's a, a, a damn Olympic sport. All right? It's the dishwasher. And what I always say is, why didn't you just load it? Instead of having me load it and right. then you reload it, if you just do it in the first place, then we won't have this issue. Not being needed at all until we are in the bathroom uh, taking a number two, and then there's knocking on the door, daddy, daddy, daddy. In fact, 98% of parenting is talking through a bathroom door. Uh, I leave the door open, so it's not a problem. Uh, shit people want uh, to sell you on Facebook. I hate it. Somebody throws up there something that they bought at the store for $20 about seven years ago, and now they want to sell it for $25 because it's still in the box. That doesn't make it antique. Let it go. Bring it to Goodwill. Bring it somewhere where there, you can donate it. Don't try to sell your shit to us on Facebook. Let's uh, segue into what I had to explain that caught me off guard. My son Cooper is six or seven, and he has this fascination now, and I, I'm hoping it's a stage with his butt and his butthole and his, his penis, and, and it's ridiculous. And he thinks it's funny, and I got to admit, when it's just us, it is funny. Mm -hmm. But when we're around other people, I can't show him that it's funny because he won't stop. Last week, I told you how he pulled his pants down and he was trying to air hump the kid on a trampoline, on our trampoline in the back. Well... Uh, the latest is he uh, air humped again, but his pants were up, so he didn't take his pants. At least he didn't take his pants off. And he was, like, thrusting, and he was chanting, teabag, teabag, teabag. Does he know what teabag is? I have to think he knows what a teabag is. Well, I don't think he did, but then I, I kind of told him. <laughs> And in the in the best way I could, you know, I said, well, buddy, it's it's kind of when, you know, when guys are, are... <laughs> and then I, sh I, I, pull I actually pulled out a tea bag and I said, so this is your balls. And it's kind of they kind of go, you know, like this. And he was like, oh, why would someone do that? I said, exactly. So don't do it. I mean, I can have those conversations, but it, like, I like to be a little bit prepared. That's why I don't let my kids hang out with you yours very often. How did you learn about things? Did your parents tell you about? Oh sex? no, my friends. Of course, my my mom still. I'm 40. She wouldn't say. She doesn't say the word sex in front of me. Forget about it. And she was fine with. And I said, Mom, I said I don't want like Cooper and Ryder learning stuff from their dirtball friends. I, I'll call. I call all their friends dirtballs. I said I want to be able to explain that. And she was like, No, I was fine with you just learning from your friends. I, I don't want to have that conversation. <laughs> That's good parenting there. Yeah. For for Jacques and Billy. Um, I think the only issue that we have with uh, private stuff is that Billy can't be naked at all in uh -huh. front of Jacques. But Jacques will point at Billy's privates and start oh, yeah. laughing. Yeah, yeah. And then Billy gets pissed off and comes to us. Well, he's laughing, and then they start fighting after that. And then it's like naked wrestling and junk's flying everywhere because they're boys. Um, my kids are at the age where I can still like go pee in front of them and stuff. And in fact, sometimes Cooper's seven, and I think one more year, uh, and we're kind of getting away from it. No, like he'll come in the shower with me only because he doesn't bathe right, and he's just you know. So I have to kind of watch him. But now he's getting to the point where he actually is doing it. So he'll see he'll see me naked. And the other day, he was peeing, and I was drying off, and he. He looked at him himself, like his arm, and then he looked over at my junk, and he looked at his arm. He goes, "Dad, why is like like skin like peach? 
but that's like brown. <laughs> and what do you say? I don't know. It's a different color, right? It's a different shade. Uh. <laughs> Hello, Facebook junkies. So I asked you guys to uh, come up with some, uh, you know, share some stories about things you weren't ready to explain. Crystal on Facebook, she says, Tucker, her son is seven. And she says, while I'm in the shower, he comes in to poop. See, I lock the door now, and they, I won't let them in. Hey, Mom, did you know you have uh, you have a pee-pee, but it's inside you instead of sticking out? I tell him that we don't actually have a penis. We're very, very different. She says, you know, though, if we walked around in our skeletons, you would not be able to tell I'm a female. He says, no, Mom, you're wrong. My pee-pee is an extra bone. <laughs> How do you explain it's not that a, one? It's not a bone. It's made up of tissue and cartilage. Tucker, are you sure? Because sometimes it's hard like a bone. Yes, we can Google it when I get out of the shower. Yeah. Having to Google that for a seven-year-old because... You have to pre-screen Google because some, sure. some bad stuff's going to sure. come out. Uh, Veronica, my seven-year-old wanted to know how babies are made, and I was caught off guard. I'm not prepared yet. I gave her the answer that mom and dad uh, get married and love each other so much that they have a baby. She didn't think my answer was enough, but she let it go this time. Yeah, you're going to have to explain that to her sometime. I think that my wife, a couple of years ago, showed Billy um, a live birth. I'm oh, pretty sure. I'm, four, I'm an adult, and that's gross. Yeah, have that's you ever not... seen the chick squat down and just pop one out in the in the stream? Huh? Yeah, some hippie chick. Oh, it's disgusting. I don't even like to see uh, animals give birth. Oh, it's disgusting. It's not good. It's disgusting. Uh, Cheyenne, I don't have a kid, but I remember having to be explained what a period was when I was four. Four? It's a little young. Yeah. I, I haven't had, I'm waiting for my boys to see Katie's tampons and say, what is that? And like, and as soon as that happens, I'm usually pretty open, and I'm like the one who wants to explain stuff. I'm gonna be like, "Talk to your mom." I'm. I'm out. I don't want to have anything to do with that. Mm-mm. Nothing. Because I, I honestly don't really know. My three-year-old Angela says, "Almost four-year-old keeps asking how she was made. She understands that babies grow inside their mommy's tummy, but asks how they get in there. She also thinks if you kiss someone on the lips, then you, then you are married." I actually had this uh, conversation with my kids too because. When they're at a young age, they're satisfied with, oh, you grow in mommy's tummy, but they never question how they got in there or how they get out. And that's when Ryder, one, I forget how old he was, asked me and just out of the blue, and it's always out of nowhere, and he said, Dad, I know how we're inside mommy's tummy, but how do we get out of there? Do we get cut out? And I said, well, sometimes you do get cut out. And sometimes they have to take you out. But I said, sometimes, like in your case, you come out your mom's vagina. Just like that. And he, like, stopped for a second, and he just goes, ew. <laughs> and we haven't talked about it since. That was it? No, that was it. And he was good with it. Why so. wouldn't you go further and say, do you have any other questions? Because I'm not ready to answer those. He's not He's not ready. Maybe he's, what, eight or nine? Uh, he's nine, right? He's nine. Okay. I, I think next year... He might be mature enough to have the the what is sex talk, but I don't know. We had to have it. Oh, we yeah, didn't have a choice, of, right? Because of the, the because stuff. we well because we had the the kid ecstasy ecstasy. <laughs> no, I'm good. Uh, we had a fifth grader 
that was Billy's friend last year. I'm going to be tripping balls in about 10 minutes. Whenever he was in third grade. And so uh, this kid... I don't think his parents monitored or still to this day monitor what he does on the internet. He's yeah. kind of on his own a lot. He's got parents that are divorced, so when he he gets to he has a lot of things uh, available to him without any passwords. I would almost rather go to Target and just pick out someone who I thought looked okay and said, "Hey, would you take care of my kid?" than leave him alone with the internet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, he told Billy a lot, and so Billy found a way to get on our internet. And he's just curious. And so he did a lot of searching. And so whenever I looked up, I, I was wondering because um, I caught him whenever I, I logged into his his uh, iPad. Because his iPad, we don't let him just get on it whenever he wants. There's a pass, right. uh, passcode. We have to have the passcode. We put it in before he can get on it. Okay. So put the passcode in and I looked just to make sure he wasn't doing anything wrong. And he had taken a picture of himself. Of his stuff? Yes. Okay. He took a picture of his stuff. So at that point... I still do that, by the way. Okay. Do you, have, do you have a gallery of it? Yeah, I enlarge it, though, a lot. Okay. How do you know girls have vaginas and boys have penis? At that point, we didn't really know that he was looking on the internet, but I had a suspicion that something else was going on because he was waking up before us on Saturdays, like really early in the morning, and he'd get on the internet and play his games. Right. So I had the conversation about the iPad, and I said, you can never do this ever again. And he can't send it anywhere because we have it so protected that he can't do anything on his iPad. And so I looked on uh, Google Chrome, um, and he hadn't looked up anything bad. Okay, good. Just making sure. And then later, I thought about it. I said, well, I didn't look at Explorer, which is now, uh, what, Edge or something like that? No. Um, it's called Edge instead of Explorer? Oh well, iPad. We ha- I have Safari. Safari no. is my porn surfing. Uh, he Chrome. I don't, Chrome. You can connect Chrome to too many things, so it makes me nervous. So I well, only surf porn on Safari. Well, this is a PC, so he had gotten on the the other browser, and then I looked at the history, and oh. it was like a big Rolodex of porn that he was looking up. And that's where you have the discussion. Um, you can't look at this stuff. We're blocking you from everything, and you're probably punished for a year and a half. But well, since then, it was also saying, well, this kid is, is I'm not going to say it's this kid's fault, but it is. Oh, totally. Because, come on, dude. He's a third grader. You're a fifth grader. You can't be doing that. You know, I mean, they don't. They don't have still in the in the fifth grade. They don't have the the sense, the the reasoning to realize that that's probably a bad thing. They're dirt balls. That's an eleven year old though. Yeah. I have the maturity of, a, of an eleven year old, and a uh, also a penis of an eleven year old. Mm, congrats. Horse. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Man. All right. Um, so there you go. Sometimes we're not prepared to have those conversations. And that's okay. I figured, and I don't know if you agree with this, but there's one of two answers you can have. All right, buddy, you're not old enough to know that yet, and we will talk about when I feel you're old enough. Or if they are old enough, just be honest with them. Because, again, I'd rather them learn from me. Parenting is uh, hard, though. And what and teabagging knowing. is than their friend. <laughs> teabag, teabag, teabag. I have to think that he knew that. <laughs> I have to think that he knew about that, though. I wanted to remind you guys why it's important to be good to your mom and your dad. And I, confession, I'm not the best in the world at, I don't call my parents enough. 
and I should, and I'm trying to do that more. Uh, and and because now that I have kids, I realize like the things that you would do anything for your kid, pretty much anything. Because here's an example. I'm unemployed right now as far as like full-time job. I'm not going to say anything. Oh, okay. I'm right. not going to say anything. All right. So I've already, <laughs> I've already done this and, and had your, uh, your father-in-law take up for you on Facebook. Um, so, you know, money of course is going to be, I had a severance package and, and you know, we're okay right now, but you know, soon the longer you go employed, the, the, your savings dries up and you, you know, it, I've been through it before. I think a lot of us have. So, uh, I'm trying to do some things at home and I have a home studio at home and I do it through, I mean, I have bought some some equipment on my own, but like, um, I want to give a, a shout out, a special uh, hello to, and I did last week on Facebook. Uh, but uh, our friend, uh, my friend JP, uh, who, if you've ever been to a Houston Rockets game, uh, he's not there anymore uh, because this year was the first year he he he's now with, I think he's in Memphis now, but he still lives here. But he was inside the stadium for years. He was the voice of the Rockets, and he has a great voice. He voices our intro. Uh, to this podcast. And he's such a great guy. When I got let go, he came to me and we didn't really have, uh, we didn't know each other very well at all. And he said, hey, I want to take you to lunch. And he took me to lunch and and he has a lot of equipment through his business. And he still to this day, I use it. He uh, gave me uh, a microphone, a processor, uh, and just, hey, use it as long as you want. I'm like, damn, man, thank you. Uh, So as time goes on, I need more equipment and more things, and I need I need a pair of uh, studio monitors. Oh, they don't have any monitors in here. Um, They're and, right here. And you know, I, money's really tight, and Katie's like, oh, well, you you know, money's. Uh, do you re- you sure you really need that? And I told my mom and dad, who again are sixty nine and seventy three years old, and they make no money at all hardly at all they they are solely almost basically living off their retirement which got eaten up in that whole you know when everybody's retirement was just shit for the like five years ago whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they lost a whole bunch and they had a shady guy and he, he you know stole a bunch of their money anyway uh my mom just said and my dad said well how much are they and i said yeah, about 100 bucks so i'll we'll buy them for you so at 40 years old my parents are still buying me things to help me out. I know that. I know. And part of me feels bad. Like, I don't want to take it because, but then they are like. I don't want to laugh. N- why? Why are you laughing? No, I'm just, I'm not. Why are you laughing? No. My parents are helping me out. I know. Your parents don't help you out? They do. But that's it. We all feel like that every once in a while. You're like, golly, my mom's doing this for me. I know. And, and I'm this old. But, and you know what she'll say? And I think, I don't know, has your mom or, or, or your stepdad ever uh, told you this? Mom, I feel bad. I don't want to take your money. You know, I, when I do have a job, I make way more money than they'll ever make. I mean, they literally have, but the house is, everything's paid for. Mm. And she says, well, I mean, anything we have is going to be yours when we're dead anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and of course I go, all right, well, that's kind of morbid, but you do have yeah. a point. All right. So there you go. So be good to your parents because uh, my mom and my dad still help me out. At, and it pisses me off. When you're out in public and you see a kid, and sometimes kids are young and they don't really know, but when you see like an older kid and he's just being a shitbag to his mom in the store and you just want to take him and just smack the crap out of him. No, just me? This is like the William Stower story. This is way better than- No, it's not doing it for me. No. I don't know. Maybe I have no soul. I don't know. I mean, I have no heart, rather. Maybe I just want to get back at you. (laughs) 
You do. <laughs> because that story, it's relatable to what we talk about. That Williams Tower story was just about how fat you were. <laughs> Terrible. You're awful. That was a great story. You're a horrible human being. <laughs> this is the last thing that I'll mention, and then, and then we'll wrap up. But I saw this, and I laughed my ass off. And maybe it's not funny. Maybe it's just me. But when you go to Target, okay, when you're walking in with your kids, do your kids ever, oh, my God, and just jump on those big cement balls? Yes. Uh, all the time. Every time. And they put it right where the traffic is. Yeah. They had a store, and this is in New Jersey somewhere. One of those big red cement balls. They weigh two tons each, by the way. No. It came off the ground and rolled and crushed a car. <laughs> it was like the Indiana Jones boulder, and it crushed the car. All of a sudden, I hear this crash and a really loud noise. And, oh, my goodness. He goes, you just got hit by the Target big, big red ball. Damn. Yeah. And get this, get this. Target won't pay for it. Why, why wouldn't they? Target was like, well, you can go after the truck. So it hit the ball, I don't believe in a harsh manner, set the ball in motion. So I believe the ball was already damaged or already loose. Despicable. Absolutely despicable. They are a multi-billion dollar corporation. So Target wants the victim to go after that driver, but... She believes the ball was already loose because the truck uh, barely touched it. The whole thing, they have it on security video. Always blame the person that grazes your balls. And we're out. There you go. That's a good out, dude. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, All right. So hit the site, which is? The number two, baddads.com. You'll be able to click and uh, download the podcast or listen to the podcast. And uh, you can also, again, we'll have video from our YouTube channel. And if you have a question, you can submit a question there. Ask a dad. Click on that link. Facebook us. I'd like you to go to the website, though. I think we're done here. All right. We'll see you guys uh, uh, next week. Thanks. Uh, new episodes every Wednesday. And so We're going to be drinking at some point. We need to do one where we're drinking. Hey, did you guys notice less F-bombs this week, too? That was something we were working on. I did on. one. I said yeah. just one. All right, cool. All right, we'll Thanks see you guys next week. Subscribe to Bad Dattitude in iTunes, Google Play Music, and SoundCloud. Watch us on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at Bad Dattitudes. See you next week. If there is a next week...